I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. For the past week, residents of Goma in eastern Democratic Republic of Congo have been living on a knife's edge. Their city was taken over by well-armed rebels of a Rwandan group that's called M23. Rwanda backs the group. Since then, many shops in Goma have been shuttered, and people have been staying inside as much as they can. Now the rebels say they're prepared to retreat from the city, but many people doubt that claim. Today, correspondent Michael Cavanaugh traveled across the front lines from rebel-held Goma to army-held territory outside the city and then back again. Kavanaugh told us the reality on the ground in Goma is anything but simple. Eastern Congo borders Rwanda and Uganda and Burundi. And Eastern Congo is incredibly rich in natural resources, in land, in minerals. And it's also a place that's not very well governed. And because of that, there are a lot of rebel groups in Eastern Congo. And this includes rebel groups from Rwanda, from Burundi, from Uganda. They've caused a lot of instability in Congo, but they also, at some points, threaten Rwanda, Burundi, and Uganda. Now, because of that, these neighboring countries have occasionally invaded Congo to chase after these groups. But they've also, when they do this, they've exploited the minerals here. They've exploited all the natural resources, the farmland, any of the the trade that you see here. And so, you know, this is it's a very complicated struggle about security, about national security for these different countries about even ethnicity and the different ethnic groups that cross the, the borders here. And it's a, it's a struggle also just about uh, mineral resources and, and economics. And we should say that when you're talking about uh, the big mineral resources, the deposits, we're talking about gold and tin and tungsten and coltan used to make mobile telephones. Now, Michael, you are in Goma right now in the Democratic Republic of Congo. We understand that you're just back from a trip today across the front line. So you went from rebel territory in Goma into the army-held territory and then back again. Tell us what that journey was like and what you found. So you drive through rebel territory, and that's, again, where I started because Goma is now held by rebels. And you see these rebels who are relaxed. They're very well equipped. Their uniforms are new. Their weapons are well taken care of, and then slowly you cross through rebel lines to these beautiful hills along this uh, gleaming lake uh, in the shadow of a volcano, because Goma is actually in the shadow of of an active volcano, and then you go through rebel-held territory of a different rebel group. Now, these rebel groups are, are local militia, and some of them are drunk and drugged, and, you know, they're here, and they say, we're protecting, we're protecting our country from these rebels who are trying to secede or whatever they're saying. And then you end up in army territory and, and the army is chaotic and the army is very underpaid. They make some of the, the, the lowest soldiers only make about 40 or $50 a month. And, you know, there are hundreds of them, thousands of them, and they've been humiliated in the last few weeks by this small band of rebels. And you can see it in their faces and you can see it when you talk to them. And at the same time, you sympathize with them, right? Because they're so underpaid. They're, they're fighting this war against these brothers in a, in a place most of them aren't even from, the, the, from Goma or from the Kivus. They're disorganized and undisciplined. And it's taking a lot for Congo to turn this army into a, a coherent enough group that can provide security for the population. But... This army itself, in fact, in the village where I just was with the army, they just a few days ago actually pillaged the population and there were cases of, or I should say alleged cases of of rape and, and sexual violence, which is something you see a lot here. So, you know, the population here is kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. On the one hand, they have a disciplined rebel group, but it's a rebel group. And then on the other hand, they have a national army, but it's very disorganized and predatory.
You spoke, in fact, with a man who is the head of the Army's ground forces, the nation's armed forces. This is the Congolese Lieutenant General Francois Olenga. Let's let's hear a, a bit of this conversation, and we'll need you to interpret for us, Michael, because he's speaking French. Le Congo a été victime. He said, we're preparing for war. Congo has been victim of 15 years of external aggression. That's enough. I'm going to the capital to ask my authorities for permission to go to war. There will be no more negotiation after negotiation. Now it's war that will bring peace. So this is the new general who has a very demoralized military, as you just said, that has been humiliated by a rebel army. When he says it is war that will bring peace, he doesn't sound like he's on board with international efforts to defuse what's happening there. It was a surprising thing that he said today. And in fact, we immediately got calls from people close to the president of Congo, Joseph Kabila, who were asking us if he really did say this, because this is certainly not the government line right now. They are trying to be conciliatory. If there's anything we've learned over the past 15 years, it's that it's going to be very difficult to bring peace to this region, which is so sad because, as you said, it's a region of great beauty and great promise and great riches. But because of that, it's also a a region that everybody seems to want a part of. Until that changes and uh, until there's more stability here, um, I think we're going to see uh, the, the potential for a lot more bloodshed. More bloodshed because at this point it sounds like things are extremely tense. Things in Goma are extremely tense. Today, as I drove through the city, most of the shops were closed. They're worried that as the rebels retreat, they're going to loot the city. And so I talked to shopkeepers who who had said, you know, they've already gone home for the day and they've closed up their shops to avoid something like that. And, and they're going to have a difficult time choosing between these rebels and the army, uh, the, the poorly paid army that's coming back. And so uh, this is a, this is something that you know the international community has invested billions of dollars in over the years, both through bilateral aid and through the United Nations peacekeepers that are here. It clearly has not been enough, and the strategy needs to change. Thank you very much for talking to us, Correspondent Michael Kavanaugh, who is now in the rebel-held city of Goma in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Thank you again. Thanks, Lisa.